Happy Friday. It's your girl, Daisy J with Demanding a Better Me podcast. Hope you guys are having a, well, y'all asleep. <laughs> so let's just get into it. First of all, happy birthday to my girl, Laquatia. Turn up in Austin, girl. Live your best life. Have fun. Have fun for me. Jesus, take the wheel. I can't tell y'all the last time I done went out and... I should just basically tell y'all what's been going on and then do my little recap of my favorite show in the whole wide world. Okay, so uh, about a a few months, two months ago now, my uh, youngest daughter, we had an altercation with her grandmother. Long story short, um, you know, there's been a rift in our blended family and... I've always been full-time mom, full responsibility mom, but our co-parenting setup, I hate that word, but the setup was, um, you know, he gets his daughter on the weekends, you know, whatever. So we've been having football games lately and everything. And then I don't feel comfortable with my daughter going to her grandmother's house um because of the incident that happened and everything it's a healing process it's gonna take a while um to rebuild that trust that we once had i'm very optimistic that one day we will be back to well me and him will be back to where we were but right now at this moment no i do not trust that he will um respect my wishes and not take her over there so um that's like living get putting y'all in my business but not really putting y'all in my business kind of like the the surface of everything uh rather not go into depth because i will be sitting up here crying and whoo we are moving along so full-time mom mode no nannies and whatnot i never believed in babysitters i always believed that if i had something to do i called the other parent and the other parent would you know um get their child so that I'm able to make the moves I need to make um and whatever so my social life is at was normally at 100 um it's about a 12 these days <laughs> um and my friends thank y'all so much for y'all support and love my friends are very sympathetic to my situation um they have always given me encouraging words like oh you're super mom you'll get through this things will go back to normal you know and um we just been praying about it we're gonna keep it pushing all right so to my girl i hope you have um a great trip i wish that i could go but like i said other things going on but it's neither here nor there one day everything will heal so nt who my one of my favorite shows outside of insecure Grey's anatomy and um how to get away with murder is Braxton Family Values. That is one of my number one reality television shows. I have watched them since they aired the first season. I love the Braxtons. Um, I think they're they're a relatable family. They like to sing. My family likes to sing. We're not famous. Well, not famous to you all, you guys, but we're Dallas famous. I'll say that. And um, 
I just relate to them, and I love Tamar. Now, my my sister and other, like my friends stuff, they hate Tamar, but I'm like, I understand where she's coming from. Like, I'm not really a loud, let's be seen, let's be heard type person, but my sister is. She don't want to admit, but she is very, very loud. We could be sitting in the close quarters together, literally side by side, and she talks like this. Like, it's like so loud. She is Tamar, but she say I'm Tamar because I'm bougie and all this stuff, which I really don't care. I'm proud to be bougie or whatever. I'm bougie. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I have to have my uh, my nails, hair, makeup got to be on point 24/7. But I will bust down some William Chicken in a heartbeat, and I'm proud of it. I don't, I don't care. I'm being being me. I'm living my best life. Okay. But I love Tamar, and people say stuff about her, but I love how authentic. I don't think that anything that she does is fake. Her voice is amazing, okay? And, yes, I am a K. Michelle fan as well. So, before anybody go back and be like, oh, you, I, yeah, I love them all. <laughs> Shameless plug. Anyways, so, Tamar this season, well, all of them, really, they are very low-key because, Tracy decided to film they basically were going to go on strike Tracy decided to film anyways and she had like Flavor Flav New York um Kim Whitley and Phaedra Parks oh my god Phaedra I fucking hate Phaedra I can't stand Phaedra Parks you know I don't can't believe that WeTV is allowing her to be WeTV is a messy I can't believe they're allowing her to be on TV Bravo fired you girl have several seats go take care of them kids but do, do something else this no okay so after watching the Bossip episode that comes on after the Braxton's it gave more understanding of what's really going on and I feel where Tawanda's coming from because she one of my favorites too Tamar Tawanda and Miss E. I love them. The mama is off the chain because she reminds me of my mama and my grandma mixed together. And then Tawanda is very smart, very level-headed. I don't really see her as a hater, but I do think that um, she, you know, she's real, just like Tamar. And, um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't cut for Tracy. Because I feel like she's still the same crybaby from season one. And then Tony is just Tony. You know, Tony is like reserved. Like, I don't want y'all in our business, but this is a snippet of our business. So I don't, I'm not going to say she being fake, but in order, like, you signed up for reality television. So it's like you can either you in it or you not in it, is how I view Tony. And she just be like straddling the fence, one foot in, one foot out, you know. Anyways, so uh, Tawanda brought up a good point that Tracy should have went on strike with them or should have communicated with them why she didn't want to go on strike. And if it's in regards to a paycheck, girl, you on reality television, you mean to tell me you live in paycheck to paycheck? Like, I don't understand. Because the dudes from um, Black Ink Crew, Black Ink um, not Chicago, New York. I heard them like on the Breakfast Club the other day, and they were giving a breakdown of like you know they didn't say dollar for dollar what they made each season, but they making some money on top of owning these shops. So y'all the Braxtons, and I I mean I know Tony went bankrupt, but we understand the reasoning behind it because she had to. 
because of the uh, shows and tours that she had to cancel because of her illness or whatever. That's different. But the rest of y'all, Tamar ain't broke. Tawanda don't look broke. Trina show ain't broke because she got bar chicks and she put her money up. I see her as like a penny pincher. Like she gonna put out what she needs to put out, but she's sitting on some guap. So... I'm not understanding, like, Tracy in her interview made it seem like she was living paycheck to paycheck. You know, now, hey, nothing wrong with people that live paycheck to paycheck. I mean, hey, I'm in corporate America, baby. Baby, I understand. But you, like I said, you probably getting, let's say she getting 10,000 an episode. Put that money up, boo-boo. What is you doing with this coin? And then you, quote-unquote, a, a recording artist. You going on tour. So this little, to me, the We TV chick, it's a good chick, don't get me wrong, but it it can't be like your sisters are trying to get their contract renegotiated. I feel where they coming from. United we stand, divided we fall, and y'all are falling now that y'all got y'all in the situation. We're just a whole nother conversation, honey. Cause ooh we, <laughs> I don't like the way she talks to people, and I get it. You know, it's tough love and all this, but I will never go before this woman ever because I feel like it's like for the ratings I'm not even on front like I don't think that she is really helping somebody be their great authentic self because even when I seen episodes with her and uh, Nephi was on there with her husband that was so staged to me that was not authentic that was like some just crazy reality television it was like watching love and hip-hop we know love and hip-hop is scripted you know what i'm saying and that's exactly what uh iyala's whole situation is to script it okay but anyways back to what i was saying so wanda made a point tonight on bossip because you know bossip the gossip column they got well not they're not a column they're like a gossip website they got their own show on we tv now and Tawanda was on there, and she said that she would have preferred if Tracy tried to get a spinoff like Tamar instead of going to work because Braxton Family Values is based off the Braxton Family, not Braxton Family Values and Friends. Okay, you bringing on Flavor Flav, New York, all these reality stars, really. And for what? For two or three episodes so people can stay tuned? Like, it annoyed me to watch them. I wouldn't watch these episodes. I would fast forward through it. Thank God for DVR. Because Flavor Flav in New York, oh my God. Have we not moved past them? It's fucking 2000, 2018. Almost 19. Like, that was like in what? 2005 or four, Something like that. Probably earlier than that. I think Flavor Flav show was like the first reality television show. Like, get your life. What? Uh-uh. No. Let them people live their best life. Let them people go do whatever it is that they trying to do. I mean, I know New York, she on the Queen's Court. Shout out to T.S. Madison. And she's on, well, she was on one of those um, VH1 MTV shows or whatever. Um, celebrity, family counseling whatever it was with her mama her crazy mama girl sit down somewhere grow a business or something but this girl still pining after flavor flav oh my god i wanted to throw up every time i seen him in the scene together it was just ridiculous but anyways y'all i just feel what 
Tawanda was saying, I feel where she coming from. Thank God I only got one sister. I mean, I have other siblings, but I grew up with one sister. And yeah, we had our beef and our issues. But hell, we grown now. I'm 31. She 30. If I don't feel like talking to her, I got to pick up the phone. She don't live in my house. We live a couple of lights away from each other, like maybe a five-minute drive from each other. But no, ma'am. You know, we work our problems out as adults. Um, No grudges held because, you know what, life is too short. You move on. But just my whole thing is I don't have to deal with stuff that I don't want to deal with. And I like that that's pretty much what the mom, Miss E, was trying to say. Miss Evelyn, uh, the Brestons, their mom. It's like, you know, they 40 plus years old. I ain't got no business refereeing no type of arguments between them. They are old enough to resolve issues on their own. And I feel you, girl. I really do. Because that's how I am. <clears throat> I don't call my mama. If I'm mad at my sister, I don't call my mama. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny, though. They'll call me about their problems with each other. But I don't call. I'm, um, even my mama sometimes, you know, she make me mad. I don't want to talk to her. You know what I do? <laughs> I want to talk to you for 24 hours. You'll be okay. You'll text, whoop to whoop whatever. But I'm just, I'm a hermit. I'm a very social person, but I'm a hermit at the same time. Sometimes I just like being left alone. I like being in my beautiful town home with me and my kids. They doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. And I'm good. Take a nap. Wake up. Feel refreshed, you know. <sighs> Lingering problems. I just, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to go back and forth with issues. I don't want, I'm just at the point to where, okay, it happened it's done. Let's keep it moving. You know, I'm trying to to apply that with everything in life. Because like I said, life is too short. I don't want to carry... Y'all, I found a gray hair. I ain't trying to carry too much issues. I don't need a full hair, a gray, full head of gray hair. I'm only 31 years old. Like, the, what is happening to me? What was that? No. Uh-uh. Nope. I ain't trying to do it. Anyways, so that was that for me. Um, like I said, I love the Braxtons. I hope they work everything out. I'm going to continue to tune in. But it's just pure craziness, okay? Um, also, we are looking for a male perspective to come into the studio with Demanding a Better Me on October 14th. That is a Sunday. If you're not doing anything, please email us. Reach out to us. Uh, we would love to see, chat, have you on air with us. Um, this will be an amazing experience. This is the first time that Demanding a Better Me will be in studio. So shout out to Wolf Nation. Like I said, we have some other amazing surprises coming soon. Um, shout out to my girl, Swakini Gary. She will be joining us that day as well. I cannot wait to interview her. This is going to be so much fun. I'm excited. Um, thank you guys for your continued support. I really do appreciate you guys for listening to me. You know, I love to talk or whatever. Um, if you don't know, please like, share, and subscribe on all social media platforms except for Snapchat. We will be getting a Snapchat one day. I promise y'all. We just, you know, got to work out some kinks, <laughs> but we going to get there. But um, if you don't know what social media is, that is Instagram, Demanding a Better Me, Facebook, Demanding a Better Me, Twitter, Demanding a Better Me. Go check out our website, DemandingABetterMe.com. If you would like to contact us with show ideas, you can also DM us or you can email us at W, at, I'm sorry, at www.demandingabetterme.com or demandingabetterme at gmail.com. It's your girl, Daisy J, on this early, early Friday morning. 
It is 12.43 a.m. I hope you guys are resting well and that your Friday starts off proper. As always, I am demanding a better me. Bye.